BAM Radio Network. The administrators are looking for ABC, but the teachers are trying to do DENF, you know, because the training and the expectations, they don't align. Well, they kind of shoot down the middle as far as the training goes, hoping that they, they get the largest number of people, when in fact they're, they're losing people on both ends. Welcome to Ed Chat Radio. I'm Tom Whitby. Welcome to this edition of the Ed Chat Radio Show. Uh, joining my co-host, Nancy Blair, we have with us Dennis Dill today. Uh, the topic that we are going to discuss is what we, we've talked about before, uh, as we often talk about professional development for educators. And the, uh, the question was, if we recognize that a majority of educators do not see worth uh, in, in the professional development they're getting from their districts, what are the major flaws in the system that caused this to happen? Um, Nancy, you want to start us off on this? You are, you know, you've been very much involved with professional development district-wide. Yeah, Tom, throughout the chat, people offered lots of ideas about the flaws, and they often started with things like the lack of time that's built into the system for people to really have adequate professional learning opportunities, the lack of teacher voice and having any control or choice over what kind of learning takes place. And it it just seems like there's a mo- the people that were involved in the chat feel like there's a disconnect between what's available, what's required, and what the needs are. Dennis, you want to add to that? I, as a teacher, one of the things that I have noticed is that there is a disconnect with the professional development uh, district. Is usually pushing up their plans, their vision. Uh, this is the new software that they're going with. This is the hardware that we need to be trained on, uh, trying to do the vision that they seem is necessary. But what is missing is that the teachers in their individual classrooms aren't getting what they need. We have our own sets of visions and things that we want to try to accomplish, but it's so individualized that it is impossible to kind of expect a district to come to our individualized needs. I'm in a very large district, uh, about thousands of teachers, thousands of teachers that need to be trained. I can't expect myself to have the district come to my individualized need. I think that's almost too much for me to expect. Putting that out there, it's almost like going against what all the other teachers believe. Yeah, well, districts often rely on control and compliance whenever they give uh, professional development. And unfortunately, we've got so many teachers at so many different levels of experience, especially when it comes to technology. Uh, Some people are are very well experienced using technology as, as a classroom tool for learning, and others never use it. So how do we train teachers uh, to use this technology with such varied experiences without individualizing. And, and that's one of the things that is often not done on a district level. They kind of shoot down the middle as far as the training goes, hoping that they, they get the largest number of people, when in fact they're, they're losing people on both ends. Well, it's kind of what happens in many too many classrooms where you kind of aim for the middle and hope you hit the, the people. The professional learning, though, um, I agree with Dennis that there are so many needs. And at some point, we have to have some voice and we have to have some responsi- some personal responsibility to seek out the learning that we need that would help us satisfy uh, whatever kind of requirement we have. Uh, you know, for example, if in a classroom... I want to start a new initiative. I don't necessarily need to rely on somebody else to provide me the training. I need to go seek out the information I need and develop my own learning. I think part of the disconnect in professional development from a district perspective is they're not respecting and acknowledging the training that people pursue on their own. 
Yeah, and they, they do require a certain amount of, of seat time for everybody to, to get. In other words, you've got to spend time listening to a lecture in a classroom in, in order for them to recognize the fact that you, you're receiving professional development. And, and that doesn't necessarily help in every case. There are some people who don't need that seat time but could use some, some personal, personal tutoring just to get them to a level that they need to be at. Again, there, there, there's a big difference between, and, and we've mentioned this time and time again, but there's a big difference between the way adults learn and the way kids learn. There, there are different motivations, and, and we know that the most successful adult learning goes on when there's collaboration, and it's basically through conversation, not through sitting down listening to lectures. It just doesn't work that way. Dennis, you I, want to add to that? I, I would have to agree with you. That I'm a huge advocate of, of learning by doing. A lot of the things that we try to push in a professional development session, it's like, okay, we're going to sit, get, you're going to watch this nice little PowerPoint. Uh, you're going to see somebody else do it, and now go back to your classroom, and you do it, and show me, uh, fill out some form or document saying that you incorporated it, and let's see it. That's really not showing anybody how to do anything. Teachers have to be free to experiment, and that's one of the things that we're incorporating here at my school is that if we're doing something, the kids, uh, teachers are going to be sitting there with the computer, working on it with myself or another coach right next to them. Okay, this is what is it that you want to accomplish for your class? Not what I expect them, not what the administration expects them to have, but what do they want to do in their class and how can we help them achieve that using the technology that we have? Because a, a, a lot of things that I'm seeing is that teachers don't know what they don't know. They don't know what is available and if nobody tells them, district doesn't know. My district is pretty much in the dark when it comes to technology and what is out there. Uh, and as far as experimentation, you that's where we get, as Tom said, that collaboration and working with each other and sharing what we have uh, is so important. Yeah, Dennis, I absolutely agree with you. I uh, have, every time we've talked about this topic, I fall firmly in the middle. You know, I want teachers to have a voice and what kind of learning that they participate in, but they can't be the only voice because it, absolutely is true that they don't know what they don't know. And so there's some degree of a need to present information and then grow from there. It doesn't mean that everybody has to have all the same training, but sometimes we have to put it out there. And maybe there are some people in the group that are already familiar with it or know about it, but lots of people who don't. And so, you know, you don't have to go through the whole training, but you at least need to make it aware, increase the awareness of what's available and then split out the training to who needs what. Oh, okay. I got it. Uh, there, there is one thing that, that I, I think we should address, and, and that is oftentimes districts, especially when they're coming in with uh, technology initiatives or, or they're making a major purchase of, of some application which will be used for the district, uh, in order to save money, one of the first things they cut out from their proposals or uh, you know, to get an RFP from a company, uh, to save money, the thing that they cut out is the professional development offered by that company to train teachers for that application. It's, it's a money-saving thing. Uh, they think that they can have their own teachers learn it and then teach it to other people. And quite frankly, uh, this doesn't work. The amount of time that these companies spend not only training teachers, but the support time in coming in and giving support to teachers in using applications is very, very important. You know, another area that I see as a flaw in professional learning is the, the lack of synchronization between the kind of professional 
development that administrators are receiving and the kind of professional development that teachers are receiving. And I had an example of that this morning when we were talking about uh, an administrative PLC where they were focusing on teaching for deeper learning and creative and critical kinds of innovative practices in the classroom. And so they were doing this professional learning from the standpoint of things that they should be watching for. But then on the other end, they didn't have the professional learning going on to make sure that teachers were actually thinking in those terms, like, uh, you know, that that they had an understanding of what does it mean when we talk about deeper learning and what kinds of creative and, and innovative practices are you kind of thinking about. So it seems like it's always out of step that when one starts something, then the other one either falls behind or is in front of, I don't know, it's kind of odd. Like what I'm saying is that sometimes we start training on a topic or an idea with one group and not with the other group. And so you end up that the administrators are looking for ABC, but the teachers are trying to do DENF, you know, because the training and the expectations, they don't align. I, I see it's time for our closing comments. Uh, Dennis, you want to add anything to this? Uh, professional development has to be teacher-driven, has to be teacher-centered. We have to be involved in fulfilling what our needs are. Yes, it has to be kind of within the vision of the district and within our administration, but it really needs to be kind of, we do a student-centered teaching in our classroom, but for whatever reason, when we go into a professional development session for teachers, it's not teacher-centered. We're not having our personal needs met. We're on many different levels. It's not individualized. And that's really where I think the major disconnect is, is that we're getting all kinds of uh, information about, in theory, this software is going to work, but in reality, our classroom is so individualized with all of our students that we have to be able to have that individualized training that meets our needs. And that's tough. Yeah, I agree that we need to be more teacher-centered and have more teacher voice in what goes on. We need to be structuring training that moves forward what's available for children and and just really rethink the whole way that we're doing professional learning. You know, there and we can't forget the specter of time. You know, organizations are pushing more job-embedded professional learning, and yet the time keeps getting squeezed out of when that would be possible to do. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to close with what I, what I always say. If we are to better educate our kids, we must first better educate our educators, which means professional development should be a priority within education. And uh, we shouldn't be getting bogged down with all the nonsense we're getting bogged down with. With that, uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this edition of the EdChat Radio Show. That EdChat takes place every Tuesday at noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, You get an opportunity to select the topic you want to talk about with a poll that goes out on Sunday and remains open till Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Thank you very much. And we'll talk to you again next week. Before we sign off, we want to let you know that if you're an education leader and you enjoy EdChat Radio, you'll probably also enjoy AASA Radio with Dan Dominich on the BAM Radio Network. It's also available on demand. Check it out. You've been listening to EdChat Radio. I'm Tom Whitby. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.